This is To Help You Heal, and I'm your host, Marie Monville. We are going to spend 10 minutes talking about healing. What kind of healing do you need? Is it in your mindset? Is it emotional healing? Is it spiritual healing? You know, there's a lot of healing that we all need, and this is where you're going to find it every week, 10 minutes on Tuesday. I'm so glad you're spending this time with me. This week is part one of two in our happiness challenge. And if you've been with me for a little while, I'm sure you've heard me say that I want to love my life regardless of circumstance. And I want that for you too. And that's really the emphasis of all these places where we're pressing in for healing. Because when we don't have that healing, it gets in the way of our ability to love our lives. Because we are trapped in these places of you know needing to work on our mindset or going after places of self-doubt, all of that matters. And so if we want to love our lives, I think one of the things that we have to be intentional about is whether we're happy or not, right? Because if we want to love our lives regardless of circumstance, we should feel happy. But the thing is, happiness isn't just this thing that happens. You know, joy isn't just this thing that is derived from our circumstances. And I do believe that if if we want to live in this place where we say, you know what, I'm going to love my life regardless of circumstance, it takes some intention because those circumstances that we don't love or things that we deal with in our life that are difficult, they can become our focal point if we're not aware of it. You know, it can become the thing that really captivates our attention. And so the emphasis for our happiness challenge is this place where we say, okay, what's holding me back? Is it my negativity? Am I complaining about things that really I just don't need to complain about, but I am focused on them right now. And so we're going to spend two weeks really diving into this place of happiness. But I don't want to say, oh, let's just go after happiness. I want to set it up by saying, what keeps us from being happy? You know, what gets in the way of our happiness? And it really is this place of complaining. And I'm not saying this because I want you to never complain again. I mean, that's not realistic. We all need to be able to vent. I think it's just getting an awareness of, okay, what are the things I complain about? How can I change that? And what's underlying that? You know, for me, if I'm in a place where I'm feeling stressed or frustrated, I feel like I don't have enough time for things, I'll find myself complaining about being in line, you know, whether it's in the car or somewhere, having to wait. And if I find myself complaining about waiting, then I need to ask myself, why? Why am I complaining? Well, because I feel like I don't have enough time. Well, whose fault's that? It's not everybody else that I'm waiting behind. It's my fault because I'm not creating enough margin or being enough intentional enough with my day. So I give you that context because I think we all have places that kind of become the thing that we complain about when we're stressed and frustrated. And I don't think we know what we're doing to ourselves when we get in those places. And honestly, sometimes we start complaining because the people we are around complain You know, that saying that you become like the five people you spend the most time with. Well, it's true. And that means that if the five people we spend the most time with complain a lot, that's going to eke into our brain space. It's going to impact us. So for the next two weeks, let's take this space to say to ourselves, okay, how do I cultivate more happiness in my life? Well, let's start by something that we do that erodes our own happiness. And that's that place of complaining. So 
if we want to stop doing something, I think it's important to know what's happening when I am doing this. So when we're complaining, you know, what is the impact of that? It actually has been proven to damage our memory. That's pretty incredible. I don't, I want to keep my memory. I don't want to lose it. It also shortens our lifespan and it gives us this feeling of helplessness. When we're complaining, it increases negativity. It actually rewires our brain to look for negativity. I don't know about you, but I I have an easy enough time finding negativity. I don't need my brain to go after it like that. It also releases cortisol. Cortisol is that stress hormone. It's responsible for that flight or fight feeling. This in turn raises our blood pressure. It increases our blood sugar. It weakens our immune system. There are a lot of things that happen when we're complaining that really have a negative impact on our body. So, okay, if we are going to say, what happens when we're around other people who are complaining? So there's this concept called mirroring. And that means, you know, we can take on the emotion that somebody else is giving off. It's responsible for why we have places of empathy. We're able to sense somebody else's emotion. But in this aspect of mirroring, it's not a positive thing. It's not like when we're being empathetic. But when we're around people who are doing a lot of complaining, then we start complaining because we're mirroring them. We also really become problem focused. We just start to see all the bad. And I say these things because if we're not being aware of what happens when we're doing it, it's easy to think, oh, it's no big deal. You know, we might find ourselves in this place of negativity where we can identify that we're complaining more than we used to, but without understanding what's the impact to my brain, you know, what's the impact to my body, what's the impact to the people around me if that's what I'm doing. So if we want to stop complaining or we we start to gain an awareness of that, what do we do with that? Well, I think it starts by journaling becoming aware, maybe thinking at the end of the day, okay, what were the things I complained about today and jotting it down, looking for those patterns. Are there places, are there things, are there people that cause us frustration on a regular basis? I think sometimes we miss that. We are not aware of the people, the places, the things that cause us stress. But if we're journaling it and we're writing down, you know, these are the things that I complained about today and we're seeing some of the same things pop up after a few days. It's a place where we can say, okay, why is that? You know, why do I feel this way about that person? What's happening that made me want to complain about them today? And then we can figure out what we need to do about that. Because it's not just saying, hey, I don't want to complain anymore. It's this place of saying, what am I complaining about? And why am I doing that? So what can I do about that? Because, you know, it's not this place of saying, hey, don't ever complain and just pretend that everything's fine and be happy. It's not that at all. It's saying, why am I doing this? What can I do differently? How can I create a better life for me and a better life for people around me? And one of the most powerful things that we can do is to find a place of gratitude. So as you're journaling and you're you know, catching some of those things that you complain about, to start to then journal some gratitude. And it doesn't have to be gratitude about those things. You know, if we want the positive benefits of gratitude, it doesn't have to come in the exact opposite way of whatever it was we were complaining about. It's just the act of gratitude itself that's powerful. Think of something positive, something positive maybe that happened in your day or in your week. And if you want to say, okay, so what is that going to do for me when I'm, you know, 
looking for something positive, when I'm journaling, when I'm writing down these places of gratitude, it shifts our brain in the other direction. So instead of being problem focused, we're going to look for solutions because, you know, we all get in those places where we're just venting, but why are we doing that? You know, we just want to talk about the thing that that's frustrating to us. Well, a better approach is to then say, okay, what's the solution to this? To not just let ourselves live in the space of venting. People who do this, people who, you know, engage in these practices of gratitude and really shift their focus from one of complaining to happiness, they have more effective stress management. It's actually been shown to reduce pain, increase longevity. It has a positive impact on heart health. It reduces heart disease and stroke. Again, it's going to reduce cortisol, the opposite side of what happens when we complain. So what kind of life do you want to live? I want to press into this happiness challenge. I'm doing this right with you. I want to be a happier person. I want to inspire the people around me to find their own place of happiness. I'm going to be better apt to do that if I'm not complaining and not complaining about things that are needless. And if there is something that's frustrating to me, looking for a solution, because that's how we really find control. I think a lot of times when we're complaining, we're not looking to change something. We just want to vent. But the better approach is to say, okay, what of this can I control and how could I do this differently so that it's not this thing that irritates me day in and day out? So I hope you take this happiness challenge with me. You know, this week is really just all about getting an awareness of the things we complain about. Take some time to journal. Then then after you're done journaling and writing down the things that were frustrating to you, the things you know you complained about, write down some places of gratitude in your life some things that you're just grateful for. Shift your brain into that positive space. And then come back with me next week. We're going to take it a little bit deeper. We're going to talk more on the happiness side. You know, how to cultivate more happiness in our life. How to plan out time to engage in those activities that just make us feel happy. Laughter is a powerful force. It goes right along with happiness, and we're going to talk about that too. So I hope you come back next week. Join me as we continue the conversation. I'd love to hear what you find as you walk through this challenge. Send me a message on social media. You can always message me through email as well, marie at mariemonville.com, or just pop over to my website, mariemonville.com, and send me a message through my Connect form. I can't wait to continue this conversation next week. 